What's up, youth? It's Pastor Aaron. Stoked for you guys to listen to this message. Check it out. Attitude of gratitude this morning. Um, how do you guys like the holidays? I love the holidays. The holidays are great. Um, it's a wonderful season. It's just everything's festive. Uh, there's lights everywhere. I remember uh, in downtown Berkeley, like what they do, because I went to college at Cal, what they do is like they put up all these like little like ornament looking things that are like tinsel on them and there's lights and like you walk down the street in like November, like literally like the week before Thanksgiving. I was there with my friend Alec last week and it was like, wow, everything's lit up. Like it's just, it's Christmas. Like there's ice rinks like out, like people are walking around and like beanies and like layers. I'm like, this is, this is, this is amazing. This is, this is, this is Christmas. It's holidays. It's festive. Um, I have softened a lot to uh, playing Christmas music before Thanksgiving. I used to be and by used to be, I mean until last year. I used to be like, if it is before, after Thanksgiving dinner, you're a heathen. There's something wrong with you. I better not see a Christmas tree up. I better not hear a song played. Because if I do, you need to repent. Because that's wrong. Christmas does not start until after Thanksgiving dinner. Um, me and my friend David, we were like that hardcore. Um, this year I softened. I softened. I don't know what it was. I caved. I don't know what it was. Uh, Chase knows what it was. Um, but basically, uh, what it was, it was just, I literally, I was like, I, I miss Christmas. I'm down to watch a Christmas movie right now. I'm down to listen to music. I'm just, I'm so down. And uh, I didn't really listen. I watched A Christmas Story last week. It's not that bad. Like, you know, that's, that's all right, you watch one Christmas movie, whatever. Um, but then when I saw Christmas lights out in the street, I didn't get upset. I got very happy. Um, so I just want to be very transparent with you all. I officially um, am soft like the rest of you. So thank you for uh, nothing, for making me soft towards playing Christmas music early like everyone else. Um, I wouldn't listen to Christmas music early if there was some form of Thanksgiving music or Thanksgiving festivities, but there's not. It's not like, oh, wow, guys, it's it's Thanksgiving season. We're, oh my gosh, I can't wait to do all these Thanksgiving things. It's like Christmas gets like a whole month and Thanksgiving gets maybe, maybe an afternoon. Um, but um, gratitude, the whole idea behind Thanksgiving, the, the thankfulness and the, the, the attitude of having gratitude towards people, towards God, towards um, friends, towards family, that shouldn't just be here for a season, right? That should be something we walk in every single day, kind of like Aaron was talking about last week. Um, as we really head into the, the holiday season, it, it's beginning. It's important for us to remember that as seasons go up and down, we have to make a choice to remain grateful. As seasons sort of go really good and really high and really easy, and as other seasons go really low and get really tough, I know there's some, sometimes I've had holiday seasons where I'm like, everything's great, man. I love my life. I love what I'm doing. Everything's fantastic. Um, other holiday seasons, I've been like, wow. I have been so sad for the last month, and now it's the Christmas season, and thank God, because I needed it. Um, but yeah, some seasons are really easy. Some seasons are hard. I know um, sometimes during the holiday seasons, we have like traditions. Like for me, my family, when I was a kid, um, we visit my dad's family. We would have this tradition where we would go around and say what we were thankful for every year. Um, this year, we didn't do that, which I was like, oh, but it's okay. I was prepared this year because every year, it's like, you know, okay, I'm, I got to get it ready. I got to get something to say. And some years, it would maybe feel like I didn't have much to say. Some years, it would feel like, okay, what am I, like, oh, I'm blanking. What, what, what am I thankful for? What am I thankful for? What am I thankful for? Uh, but sometimes there are seasons like that where maybe internally, you're like, wow, what am I thankful for? Like, I, everything sucks right now. My family's hard. I have no friends. School's 
tanking. Like, I don't know what to do. There are some seasons you, that you might walk through that are like that. Um, and I want to ask you this morning, how do you stay grateful when it's hard? What if you're in a season where it doesn't feel like there's much to be thankful for? Or if there's not, like, anything to say? If someone asks you, hey, what are you thankful for? I want to remind you this morning that gratefulness, it's a choice. Gratefulness is a choice. It's not something that comes naturally to us. We have to choose to be grateful. If we didn't consciously choose to be grateful, we would only, we'd be going with the flow, right? When things are really good, we'd be super happy, super thankful, super like, man, I'm on top of the world. Um, there's this scene. How many of you guys have seen Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire? Wow, it's a lot more hands than I thought. Praise God. Um, there's this scene where Peter Parker loses his spider powers, um, and he's like, I'm going to go back to being just good old Peter Parker. And he, like, puts on his glasses, and he, like, walks to school, and there's, like, this song in the background. It's like, raindrops are falling on my head. It's, like, really, really happy. Um, that's what it's like when, like, things are going good if you're going with the flow. Everything is perfect. Um, but when things suck, when things really suck, um, there's no way we can naturally be grateful on our own. Uh, there's, speaking of Spider-Man, there's a scene in, the, you know, the animated Spider-Man movie, you know, the Spider-Verse? You know the scene towards the beginning when, like, the depressed Peter Parker is, like, crying in his bathtub because he's like, my wife divorced me, I'm alone, I'm broke, I'm fat, I don't know what to do. Not saying anything about being fat, I'm saying that's, like, what the scene of the movie was about. Um, basically, like, if we were just going with the flow all the time, that's what it would be like. If we were just, yeah, we'd be, like, really high one day, and on Tuesday we'd be really sad. And it would just be up and down and up and down and up and down. And that's really not a way to live, Right? When we think about, like, the life that Christ has called us to, Christ actually calls us to rejoice always in any season. In 1 Thessalonians 5.18, and Aaron read this verse last week, it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. In all circumstances, it says give thanks. Not just in ones that are easy, not just the ones that we feel like it, not just the ones that are really high highs, but also in ones that are really low lows. It says rejoice always. What in this season can you rejoice for? There's something. I know there is. And that's not just from, like, that's not to say, like, oh, invalidate all your other experiences. Like, if you're in a season that sucks, that's okay. We have seasons in life that are really hard. But at the end of the day, it's always, like, it's okay to process those things and feel those feelings, but also say, okay, God, I did that. I thought about that. I, I laid this at your feet. But, God, I thank you, Lord, for my family, or I thank you, God, for, for being alive. I thank you, God, for your sacrifice on the cross for my sins. There is something at the end of the day, we can always turn back to Jesus and say, God, thank you for loving me. Thank you for creating me. Thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for my sins. Again, not to invalidate any hard experience you're going through, but to remind you that you can choose to turn, your, to turn around. You can choose to remain grateful this holiday season. It's the complete opposite of our nature, right? Our nature is to only look inward. Our nature is to only, okay, how am I feeling today? What's wrong with me today? How can I, like, actually, like, get upset today or something like that? When that's, when actually God doesn't call us to do that. God calls us to take those things, to, you know, work through them or process them or lay them at his feet, really. But after doing that, to choose to rejoice, to choose to be grateful anyway, to choose to rejoice in the midst of darkness and, and hard circumstance. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? How are we supposed to remain steady when life hurts? How are we supposed to actually do that? What does that look like? Because I know it's one thing for me to say it, one thing for maybe you to say it, but what does it look like for you not just to say, okay, yeah, I'm grateful this season even though life sucks? What does it look like for your heart to actually reflect that? 
Because I know it's one thing for us to maybe say something or like maybe try to do something, but it's another thing to actually say, you know what? No, I'm going to point my heart towards God. I'm going to change my heart. I'm going to become grateful this season. I'm going to choose day in and day out to be grateful for what the Lord has given me, to be thankful for what he's done in my life. What does it look like practically for your heart to turn around? When I talk about making uh, the choice to remain grateful, what that looks like is leaning on Jesus because Jesus is the source of our gratefulness. There's a pretty famous verse in Philippians 4, um, 13, where it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But the context is actually really interesting. Because a lot of times we'll see that verse or we'll hear that verse. I'll be like, oh, cool, yeah, got it. Christ is, Jesus is all-powerful. I can do anything through him. Which is true, but really the point of that verse is not like, hey, you can do anything because Christ is with you. The point is actually uh, Paul, who was a missionary, he would go from place to place. And there were seasons where maybe Paul was um, having a really good time. He was, you know, helping out a church. He was planning, planning churches. He was spreading the gospel. There were other seasons where Paul was literally stuck in prison, where he was stuck and he had no way out. And Paul writes in Philippians 4, 11, two, verse, two verses earlier, he says, Not that I'm speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. The point of that verse is not, I can do everything. The point of that verse is, man, I have been through really easy high seasons. I have been on the, top, the highest mountain, the peak of life. I have been there, but I have also been in the deepest valley. I have been lower than you could ever imagine. And Paul is saying that he was able to make it through every single circumstance. He was able to live abundantly with a heart of gratitude, not because he could do anything on his own or, oh, because Christ is here. He was able to do it because he said, man, I'm able to make it through any season because of Christ who strengthens me. Amen? We have to stay grateful in every circumstance by leaning on Jesus. We can't do it on our own. Like I said earlier, if we just go with the flow, if we just go up and down and up and down, We'll be an emotional wreck. Man, if I woke up every day and I chose, you know what? I'm going to be what my emotions say I am today. It would be rough. And it's okay to, I'm not saying cross out your emotions. Feel those feelings. Process those things. But sometimes we have to be like, all right, this is hard right now. I'm going to go to Jesus. I'm going to process it in prayer with him. I'm going to lay it at his feet. And then I'm going to choose to remain grateful for what I have. It's okay, you know, maybe, oh, hey, I got an email. Um, it's okay, you know, maybe, okay, I'm still feeling sad or angry or upset at this, but I'm not just going to stay here. I'm going to give this to the Lord, and I'm going to work through it, and I'm going to choose to be grateful at the end of it and ask him what he's doing in my life. How do you make Jesus a source of your gratefulness? Through prayer. Prayer is like, it's the key. It is the key to actually, you know what, not just going up and down and up and down and up and down, but actually staying steady and remaining grateful and saying, you know what, whether, I'm, whether my circumstances are saying I should be up here or that I should be way down there, I'm going to stay steady. I'm going to remain grateful. I'm going to be all right because Jesus is with me. And you do that by, by, through prayer. You do that by leaning on Christ through prayer. It's like, how do you get in really good shape? You exercise. It's the same thing with prayer. How do you, like, flex that muscle of actually remaining grateful? How do you flex that muscle of staying um, steady through easy and hard seasons? It's through prayer. It's like that's the key. That's the muscle you have to flex. That's how you, like, kind of work out. That's how you get that routine going. Um, is Christ truly the strength of your gratefulness? Is he truly the source of your strength, or do you rely on yourself? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, 
and he will make your paths straight. Think about what that means, to not lean on your own understanding. We might understand a season or a circumstance a certain way, but if we always trusted our own understanding, we might, there's a lot of times where we're mistaken, right? Or maybe we assume the worst about something. However, like, God is calling us, and in, in this verse in Proverbs 3, it says, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Our understanding is flawed. We don't see the whole picture, but Jesus does. God sees, God is over all, all things. I love that song, um, uh, Rain Above It All, because it's, it's just repeating. God, uh, I'm blanking. We reign above it all, you reign above it all. And then it's like, you, it's just repeating and repeating. Yes, over, yeah, thank you. Um, it's such a good song. It's like, wow, like God is really sovereign over everything in my life. He's reigning over every single thing. Whether I think it's good, whether I think it's bad, God is over it. And it doesn't necessarily mean it comes from him, but what it does mean is that he sees me. He sees every single circumstance. God sees you this morning. He knows what you're going through. He knows the hardships of your life. He knows the points, the parts of your heart that you might be like, wow, I have never shared this pain with anyone. He knows those things before you've even said them out loud. It doesn't mean they come from him, but it means that he's with you and he, he, he sees them. Um, so often I think that I know better than God, subconsciously, not consciously. Like if I was asked like, hey, Luke, do you think you know better than God? I'd be like, heck no, I don't know anything. But, like, sometimes maybe I make choices that reflect, like, some subconscious attitude that I think I know better. Just by, like, maybe taking a certain circumstance and not going to the Lord about it. And this voice cracked. Wow. It's been a long time. Um, not going to the Lord about it and not saying, you know what, God, like, this situation's really hard. Where are you in it? That's such an important question to ask. Asking God, okay, God, this season, it's rough. I don't know what to do. I'm stressed. I'm scared. This is happening at school. My family's hard. All this stuff. God, where are you in this season? What are you doing in my life? It's like my, my fiance, Melissa, is actually really good at this. She's really good. It's something I admire about her. She's really good at, like, asking the Lord, like, what, um, like, hey, like, how are you refining me in this season? That's a word that I've, like, really picked up from her is, like, how are you refining me in this season, Lord? Like, how are you going to use this situation to refine me, to make me, you know, more of a son or daughter of you, to make me look more like you, Jesus? The situation's hard, but how are you going to use this to, to make me, look, like, look more like you, God? Like, how are you going to use this? And that verse earlier about tying into how to make Christ the source of our strength in this season, like how he's the source. It goes back to 1 Thessalonians 5.18, where it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Right, before, right after it says rejoice always, and right before it says give thanks in all circumstances, it says pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. That means you keep praying in every single season, every high and every low, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Pray without ceasing. And it's not to convict you to say, hey, okay, you're not praying this one time during a day. What it is to say, man, are you consistently praying this week? Are you consistently praying in this easy season or this hard season? Because that's the secret to rejoicing always and giving thanks. It wouldn't be there if it wasn't important. Otherwise, it would say, hey, rejoice always, give thanks in all circumstances. But Paul doesn't write that. He says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. Paul knew, as he talked about in Philippians 4, Paul knew what it looked like to be in really high, easy circumstances and to be in really hard, low ones. Whatever season you're in, I encourage you, ask God, God, where are you in this season? How are you refining me in this season, God? How are you going to use this in my life? 
And it's okay to say, God, why? Why is this in my life right now? God, how could you allow this to happen? How could you allow my parents to get divorced? How could you allow my friends to all desert me? How could you allow me to get bullied and hurt right now, God? How are you letting this happen? It's okay to let those emotions out, to say, God, what are you doing? I'm scared. I'm angry. I'm lost. I'm depressed. What do I do, God? It's okay to ask those things. But I also encourage you to say, God, where are you in this season? Because he hasn't left you. He hasn't deserted you. There is no season you could be in where God isn't with you. Like Paul wrote, in the highest highs and in the lowest lows, in every circumstance, he said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Ask God, where are you in this season, Father? We're going to move into a time of prayer, and I encourage you, one, these next five minutes, take it seriously. Whatever it might, if there's something that I've been talking about, as I've been speaking, that you're like, okay, there's this thing that's just pounding on my heart that's really bothering me right now, that's scaring me, it's making me angry, that hurts me, that when Luke talks about their, you know, Chase or Aaron any other week, but like this week, okay, when Luke talks about this hard circumstance, this is what's being brought up, this is what's reminding me of it, I encourage you over these next five minutes, take this time seriously. Ask God, God, why is this in my life? God, what are you doing in it? Where are you in it? How can you refine me through this, God? What are you doing? What is your purpose for this? Because it is okay to ask why, but I think it's also important that we ask God where he is in that season. And secondly, I encourage you not just to do this in this room, but when you get home this week and your parents are fighting, when you get home this week and you're feeling depressed, when you get home this week and... You know, you've had a really rough day at school and you're like, I, I don't want to live anymore. When there, if there's something bothering you, if there's something on your heart that as I'm speaking, you're like, God, what? I don't understand this. I, I, I encourage you. I implore you, please don't just ask God right now what to do. Bring that with you throughout your week because that's the key. Pray without ceasing. Not just pray on Sundays and Wednesdays. Not just pray in the youth thought or the sanctuary or when your mom and dad remind you to. Pray without ceasing. So we're going to move into, into ministry time. But yeah, I just, man, if you are going through something, I encourage you, go to God about it. Ask him about it. Ask God where he is in it because he's with you and he's never left you. So. Father, I just, I thank you for these students. I pray, God, that you would bless them, that you would protect them this morning, God, that you would speak to them in this ministry time, that uh, no matter how all over the place my words have been this morning, God, that you would be reflected in them, that they would take that message, Father, from your heart, God, to pray through everything, God, and that by doing that, by leaning on you, Father, that they can make it through any circumstance, God. I pray that you would speak to these students over these next five minutes of ministry time, God, that they would hear your voice that their hearts would be open to what you're trying to do this morning. We love you and praise your name we pray. Amen. Hope you guys got a ton out of that message. I know I did. If you want to connect with us here at The Rock Youth, follow us on Instagram at The Rock Church YTH. Subscribe to us on YouTube or Spotify by searching The Rock YTH or text The Rock Youth MS or The Rock Youth HS to 33222 for texting updates on everything going on at The Rock Youth. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast feed. See you next time.